Hi and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading influencer marketing company for fashion brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer marketing in the digital age and all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Frida Ekholm and I'm Sana Udmark. In today's episode, we're going to take the bull by the horns once and for all and walk you through why you cannot measure influence marketing or any marketing activity only by looking at the last click. And instead, why you need a 360 view to your marketing efforts. Earlier this year, we at Cure Media researched consumers and brands' view on influence marketing. And in this survey, we had more than 200 marketing decision makers from B2C brands in the UK, as well as more than 1,000 millennials consumers also living in the UK. In this survey, 75% of the consumers said that they have bought something recommended by an influencer at least once. At the same time, though, on the brand side, only 14% reported a sales uplift when working with influencers. And as you can all see, these two answers do not really agree with each other. Like if so many consumers buy things recommended by influencers, the sales uplift should be much higher. Yeah, something suspicious here. Yes. (laughs) The main reason why brands often only report small sales uplifts from their influencer activity is because only 30% say that they can collect accurate ROI data from their influencer activity. This is far behind, for example, social media marketing at 54%. And this is a huge problem. Definitely. Because without the correct ROI data, if you don't know how to collect that, it's obviously impossible to measure whether the activity has been successful or even to determine which channels drives the most sales, both direct and indirect. Yeah. So instead, brands and marketers tend to take the easy way out and measure the results by looking at the last click. In other words, the last click channel is given credit for a sale or conversion, no matter what has happened previously on the consumer journey. And this is wrong and it is dangerous. Yeah. Because by measuring your results this way, you will never fully understand which channels drive the best results. And if you don't know this, you'll risk spending big budgets on the wrong channels only because you think they drive the best results. So why did we end up here? First of all, I would say performance marketing is one of the biggest buzzwords on the marketing scene today. We have lots of data at hand and we want to measure everything. And here it's very easy to attribute results to the typical performance channels, such as paid search, organic search and paid social. The results are right there in front of us and on the surface in the last click reports, it looks like these channels are the heroes since They are the ones that stand for the last click. But that's not the whole story. And to help you understand, we need to go back to the roots of what role influencer marketing plays in the media mix. 
So influencers often play a critical role in creating traction higher up in the funnel. This by starting a thought process that can eventually lead to a purchase. Yeah. So if we look at the classic see, think, do model for the consumer journey, now we're at the see phase or the awareness stage. Yeah. So before we looked for inspiration and got to know brands on the physical high streets uh, through the physical shopping windows. And today these shopping windows are located on social media platforms such as our Instagram feeds. And this is where consumers today seek inspirations, get to know brands and eventually also make their purchase. Yeah, so even though influence marketing is great at creating traction or being the first touch point with a brand, the end result where we actually convert is often recorded as a win for other channels further down in the funnel, in the think or even do phase. It's these synergies that you need to be aware of as a marketer, like how the different channels interplay and interact Um, and how influence marketing helps you drive results later on. Yeah. And here I have a really good example because on my way to the podcast studio this morning, I, of course, scrolled through the Instagram feed and saw a really nice jacket posted by one of the many influencers that I follow. And by the time I got to the podcast studio, I had just caught an eye on this jacket. But then we're going to start this recording So then when we are walking back to the office, I might go onto my computer and I will search for this jacket or this brand or this influencer. And if I, for example, go to Google and search for the brand and jacket, the last click will be attributed to Google. Yeah, and that's a really common scenario because even though sometimes we might be ready to do a purchase there and then when we actually see something yeah. it's a bigger chance that we will save it for later uh, or take a print screen and go back when we have the time yeah. uh, to really invest yeah or send to a friend what do you think of this jacket yeah, yeah for sure that's everyday practice yeah so what we can see from all the collaborations that we do with our customers is that more than 70% of the effect from influence marketing is generated through other channels, such as organic search, direct traffic, paid search. And just like in Frida's example, it comes, it starts with influence marketing, but it ends in another channel. And again, understanding these synergies is the key to measuring ROI from influencers correctly. Yeah. And if you only look at the last click report, you would attribute the whole purchase to Google. And perhaps increase your marketing spend even more on this channel since it seems to be working so well. Yeah, and that's what we see right now is happening among lots of brands. They increase their spend in the performance marketing channels just because they see great results there. But they do not really dig deeper into why that is the case. Yeah. And this is in most cases not so cost efficient in the long run. There are better ways to spend your money in order to see results. And for example, you should invest in long-term branding activities that eventually will generate bottom line results. Even if it's not today, 
or tomorrow, but over a longer time frame. Yeah. So with this information in mind, we're going to walk you through three simple ways to measure the effect of influencer marketing beyond the last click. The first way is to compare selected periods. To understand how your other channels are affected by your influencer marketing, you can start by creating a view over the period when the influencers have been posting, for example, a specific week or month. Based on this, you can compare the results from the different channels with the same period of time in the preceding period, depending on how long you have been working with influencer marketing. And this could be the previous week, month or year. And to make it easier to distinguish clear peaks in your other channels, you should ensure that as many influencers as possible post during a concentrated period, for example, on the same day or week. Yeah. And if you haven't made any major changes to your other media investments, for example, you haven't increased your Google ads spend or your paid social budget, and you see an increase in traffic or conversions during the period when the influencers have been posting. You can, in most cases, attribute these improvements to your influencer activation because this is the only thing that has been changed. And here it's really important to keep track of the changes you make or do not make in all your media channels to get an accurate overall picture as possible. Yeah, and if you do this over time, you will learn how to see trends and patterns and it will eventually become easier for you to draw conclusions based on this data and insights. The second way is to keep a steady check on assisted conversions. So another way to differentiate the traffic generated through influence marketing is to use the feature assisted conversions in Google Analytics. This means that you need to look beyond the traditional traffic sources report, the last click report, where Google only attributes values for the last click and instead look at which channels have been included along the way. What happened before the consumer actually made the purchase, which platforms uh, does he or she come from, etc. And the third way is to have a holistic view of your marketing efforts and your influence marketing specifically and consider factors such as delayed effect or time lag and interaction effects. So no marketing activity should be measured or evaluated in a silo or channel by channel because they exist together in the same media mix and they interact with each other in various ways. They do. And we will not go to the bottom of all these effects and factors in this episode because that's... Yeah, we don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time, but we have uh, an older episode, which we really recommend you to tune into uh, or even two, actually. So one is episode number eight with Christopher Engman on marketing mix modeling, where he walks you through all these effects, such as time lag, interaction effect, delayed effects that you as a marketer 2022 need to be aware of. Uh, and we also have an episode number 34 with our customer Lensway and Sebastian Jansson. The name of that episode is Measuring Influence Marketing Beyond the Direct Results. And Sebastian walks you through how they, together with us, measure the results and why you can never just look at the last click. 
really good episodes. Yeah. So to summarize this episode, um, many brands and marketers out there don't know how to collect ROI data from influencer marketing. And one of the reasons is that they fail to measure the channel correctly. And instead, only look at the last click. That's the case, unfortunately. Measuring your marketing activities only by looking at the last click is not only wrong, it's also very dangerous. As we mentioned previously in this episode, more than 70% of the effects from influence marketing is generated through other channels, many times performance channels, such as paid search, paid social, organic search. And you will miss this information if you only look at the last click. In the end, if you do this the wrong way, you risk getting outpaced by competitors that get this part right and that invest their marketing budgets accordingly in the channels that really stand for the results. Yeah, it's tough out there. Yeah. And to understand which channels drive the best results and invest your marketing spend accordingly, you need to have a holistic approach to your marketing efforts and your influencer marketing. And never measure marketing channel by channel. You need to have a 360 view. Amen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And this was all for today. But as always, the content doesn't end here. If you want to continue staying up to date on our weekly podcast episodes, to know what's up on the consumer marketing scene, and of course, all things social media and influence marketing, make sure you follow us on our platforms at Cure Media.